The following is a segment from Real Estate Today, the radio partner of HouseLogic.com. Welcome, Christina, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Stephen. Did you make any resolutions? <laughs> Just the standard, you know, lose a few, make more money, save more money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's likely that some of our listeners resolve to stop renting and to buy a place of their own this year. And, Christina, you have some tips for us on how to get a leg up on other would-be buyers if there's competition. I do. Most potential buyers know about the typical things you can do to make yourself more enticing to sellers, you know, like getting pre-approved for a mortgage. But there are other some perhaps less expected things you can do that might help you beat out other buyers for your dream house. Nice. And I'll give you a very personal example. Uh, a friend of mine here in Chicago, she fell in love with a gorgeous old Victorian, and it reminded her of the home she'd grown up in. The owners had done an amazing job maintaining it, renovating it, and the property, not surprisingly, had a ton of offers, but those offers included developers who planned to demolish it. So in a homeownership Hail Mary, she wrote a really heartfelt letter to the sellers, and she talked about how she grew up in a similar home and how she respected the owner's preservation of the Victorian, and, and it worked. And, in fact, less than 24 hours later, the sellers told my friend that the house was hers. Nice. And it turns out they, they really wanted to sell to someone who would, you know, keep the house and not tear it down. You know, that's, that's really wonderful, Christina. And, you know, back when I was a realtor, I had clients write letters just like that to sellers. I never actually wrote one myself, though, and that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Now, that being said, you don't want to write a love letter for just any house you're interested in, it really has to be genuine. Like all love letters do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in theory. So you don't write to a seller about how much you love their pink tile bathroom if you really plan on gutting the whole place once you move in. Exactly. Because selling is a very personal endeavor for the owners, especially if they've lived there for a long time. So an agent we talked to, another agent we talked to told us that about an older couple he was representing, and they opted in the end to sell to a pair of first-time buyers, taking their offer over a much simpler cash transaction from an investor. And the agent explained it was more important to his clients to pass on their beloved home to a young family. Again, the personal aspect was more important than the profits. And, you know, in that vein, as a buyer, it's in your best interest to make yourself as likable as possible. So you'll be negotiating through your agent, but, you know, do so with a smile in terms of, you know, what you're asking, because how the seller feels about you can be more important than your money. Oh, that's interesting. And yeah, and we talked to another agent who actually saw firsthand how buyers nitpicked their way out of a, out of a house. Um, the bidders first in length for the home sent this list of unreasonable demands to the seller you know, they were griping about little things like a torn window screen and a $50 valve and a hot water heater. And it ultimately rubbed the seller the wrong way. And he told them he wasn't going to sell to them at any price. At any and price? So, wow. At any price. And so the owner ended up selling to that agent's clients for $10,000 less. Is it really worth it to argue over little things like that? I mean, I could see exactly. being frustrated, you know, if there's a long list of to-dos but, you know, how far do you want to take that? It's a delicate balance because, of course, you want things to be in good working order, too. Right. You know, knowing why someone is selling her house or his house can be a real asset to your purchase, too, if you know what's what the backstory is. Exactly. So try to figure out the seller's motivation for putting their home on the market. 
maybe they're looking for a quick sale or they have a specific closing date in mind. And so if you have this kind of info, you'll be better able to negotiate with the seller and you'll both reach an agreement that makes everybody happy. And a real estate pro can help you get that sort of information. That's really good advice, Christina. And one more question for you. Uh, Do you have resolutions yourself? Yeah, I try to... um, (laughs) (laughs) I try to not make resolutions because I know it's a losing proposition. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. Well, thank you, Christina. It's great talking to you again. You too. For more tips on home buying, visit houselogic.com slash radio and follow HouseLogic on Facebook, facebook.com slash HouseLogic. Christina, we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to a segment from Real Estate Today, the radio partner of HouseLogic.com.